Hi there, we're the Bennett family, members of the community here and of the Baptist Church. We are Stephen, Paula, Joshua and Wilbur. We are here today as part of our 1010 Talks and we hope you find this session helpful. Now I was wondering, have you ever had a bad start to your day? One of those days when you wish you'd stayed in bed rather than getting out? For my part, I work in the financial services sector and my job is related to the performance of the stock market. And over my career, there have been plenty of days when the market has crashed and I thought to myself, I should have just stayed at home. I'll never forget the 12th of March 2020 as one such example. Paula had been on a course in Exeter and on her way home, she called me to see how my day had been. However, all she received from my end was stunned silence. You see, we were in the teeth of the COVID-19 pandemic and the stock market was crashing. The London Stock Exchange had fallen by 10% that day. My clients were calling to ask me if it was all going to be okay. I assured them that it would all be fine, but in reality, I had no idea how things were going to pan out as we were living in unprecedented times. For my part, I am not a great traveller and I have a near crippling fear of flying. We don't tend to fly too often these days, but two years ago we went on holiday to the USA and the panic of the trip nearly meant I didn't travel. I tried all manner of strategies to help me get on the plane, including heavy sedation and a fear of flying course, which just about enabled me to get on the trip. In reality, I tottered onto the plane semi-conscious and passed out not long after takeoff. The holiday was amazing, but the build-up to both plane flights was less good. Last year, I started a new secondary school on my own, as all of my friends from primary school went to different schools. It was quite nerve-wracking, and I found the lead-up to starting quite difficult. I love riding my bike and recently we have moved to Andover, nearer to the BMX track. I love riding the ramps around the track but the first time I did this I was worried I might fall off and hurt myself. I know now however that the BMX track is awesome. In these times as a family we turn to a verse in the book of Joshua in the Old Testament section of the Bible that we find a great comfort and strength. In fact, we love it so much, we each have a copy of the verse in our bedrooms. The message is from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Now it says, This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now we think it's really important to have a bit of context about this verse. So as a family, we're going to do a super short summary of where we are in the Bible. Firstly, God creates the world, which is awesome. Adam and Eve sin and are thrown out of the Garden of Eden. Before they go, God gives his first promise that he has a long-term rescue plan for humanity. Later, evil is rife throughout the world and God starts over again through Noah. We all know the story about his family and the ark. Through Noah's descendants, we meet Abraham, who is told by God that he will have a family despite his advancing years and that one of his descendants will rescue humanity. He is renamed Abraham. Abraham had many children, his second eldest son being Isaac, and again God's promise was passed on to him, and then his son Jacob. Jacob is renamed Israel by an angel of God, and his descendants named the nation of Israel. These descendants are the chosen people of God in the Old Testament. Wow, that is an amazing rattle through, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years of human history. So the Israelites found themselves trapped in Egypt in slavery, awaiting their delivery into the promised land. 
You may be familiar with the story of Moses, who became the head of the Jewish nation and led them into exile towards the promised land. His history is well known, comprising a burning bush, plagues and a great escape, including parting the sea using a staff that might or might not have been a snake turned into a stick. Moses then led the Israelites into the wilderness as they searched for the promised land. Moses performed miracles and received the Ten Commandments from God. Now, basically, Moses was a total legend. Then he died and the Jews turned to Joshua. And that's where we find ourselves in today's passage. The Jewish nation has spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness, searching for the promised land they have yearned for, a land that the Jews were told would be flowing with milk and honey. Sounds pretty good to me. Unfortunately, Moses never made it to the promised land as he died shortly before the Jews arrived. Therefore, it was left to Joshua, Moses' assistant, to lead the Jews after Moses' death. Now, imagine that. You've been following someone for over 40 years, someone who has led a group of thousands of people in a hostile environment and ensured they have been fed, watered and clothed that whole time, and now you're in charge. I sometimes find it daunting feeding, watering and clothing my boys for a week, and the thought of all that washing for several decades gives me shivers. But it was okay, because God was with Joshua, and he tells him this repeatedly. We love this verse so much because it basically says, be bold, do not worry, because I've got your back. In fact, God's reassurance to Joshua is so strong that in the earlier verses, he tells Joshua twice to be strong and courageous. In one instance, God says Joshua should be very courageous. So afterwards, Joshua became a great military leader for the nation of Israel and orchestrated victories in a number of amazing ways. His most famous victory was at Jericho when the Jewish army circled the walled city for seven days with the fortress-like walls falling in front of them, a seemingly impossible feat. He then led the nation of Israel into the Promised Land, dividing the territory among the Jewish tribes and finally enabling them to settle. Joshua's transformation from the start of his story, where we see him cower in front of the challenges he faces, to the end of his life is startling. His transformation is entirely founded on his faith in and relationship with God. In his final words to the nation of Israel is included this formidable statement of affirmation of God. He says, deep in your hearts, you know that every promise of the Lord your God has come true. Not a single one has failed. Now, we continue to live through difficult times. And of course, whilst there is joy in life, there are always troubles, too. We all face a spectrum of problems ranging from small to larger issues such as our jobs or health. However, through it all, like Joshua, we can draw comfort from the knowledge that God is with us. God is telling us to be strong and very courageous. He is telling us to not be afraid or discouraged. And he is telling us that he'll be with us wherever we go. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for the reassuring knowledge that you encourage us to trust in you, to be bold in our lives and to not worry. We thank you for knowledge that you will be with us always in whatever circumstance we face and wherever we might be. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. 